Oh, wow. It's going to be great. The garlic? Yeah, you usually get much smaller ones than that. Well, I try to get what looks like the freshest garlic because the garlic is uh, 50 cents per head or bulb or whatever of garlic. Yeah, it's a nice one. So usually the big ones don't look all that nice. So I get the ones that look nice were usually smaller, but this was a big one that looked nice. So Yeah, yeah when you push it, yeah. you can feel that it's it's nice and... Yeah, a lot of garlic there. You don't... And otherwise they're... Good thing I like garlic. dried out. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Mary and Tom Show. I'm Tom. I'm Mary. This is our show. And Tom will be cutting out the garlic stuff. No, the garlic yes. stuff is great. You're going to no, cut out the garlic please stuff. please keep that. So we didn't have an episode last week, and I, I could say it's because, you know, it's a weekly-ish podcast, and we skip weeks now and then, but I'm going to pretend that it was on purpose, because last uh, week on Monday, Monday's the day we usually put up the podcast, was Labor Day, and so we had a day off. I said, okay, you know what? We're not doing any work today. We work every day of the week, every day on the weekend. We're going to have a day where we don't work, and we were... We were really bored. Yeah. <laughs> And I just felt kind of listless the whole day, and I was like, I just want to do something. So I started working on some game stuff. You started working on some layout stuff. And so we did actually do the thing we said we weren't going to do, which was work. I think part of the problem was it was kind of rainy outside and dreary looking, and there wasn't really anything to go out and do together for the day. Yeah. Well, when I got up, I started working. You weren't supposed to. I know. But I did. And then we were going to do something, and we never did. So, and that yeah. being just another day. I don't even think I played my um, video game. I'm so playing she... Doom right now. Yes, the this is the fourth Doom, the newer one, the shooter game. Yeah. You never played the I've never first played, Doom. I, yeah, I never played them before. I, I didn't even know about Doom until you suggested getting it. And Yeah, you like the shooter games. Yeah, but all it is is shooting. Yeah. It's not like Fallout or Borderlands or Bioshock. Um, Bioshock. It's I like that kind of stuff, yeah. It's like just the, shoot, 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 shoot. Yeah. Hey. So it's been kind of dreary out lately and, and much colder all of a sudden. Uh, the fall is coming, which is nice. Fall is, I think, my favorite season, you know, yeah. for like the six days we have it in Michigan hmm. before winter. Yeah, it's been, what, in the 50s for lows and mid-60s for highs? If it gets up that high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really chilly today. The other thing that happens in the fall is that the AAUW book sales start. We went to on Friday and again today. The Ann Arbor one. Ann Arbor one. Yeah. There's How many are there around? Uh, must like four um, or five? Well, now there's just Ann Arbor, Dearborn, and um, I think it's Bloomfield Hills. Just the three, then? Just the three. We used there to go there to, used to be five. Okay. We used to go to them quite a bit, but um, we have so many books. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to keep buying more books. Of course, today we went and bought another book, bag of books on a bag day. So on bag day, you pay so much for a bag and whatever you can fit in the bag. Yeah, so, you, they were really nice out there because usually they don't want you, like some of the other places, if it's sticking out of the bag... You have to pay extra. But they were real nice out there. Oh, don't worry about it. It's okay if it sticks out. And, of course, we couldn't get the books on top because they were so big. We had the, the bag, the paper bag, so full of stuff and the of books. 
and the books that we had left over were so large they wouldn't fit in the bag. So we did have quite a bit of bag left over. I, you know, what three four inches of bag at the top. Yeah, we we had enough depth, but we didn't have the length or width. Yeah. For those books, um, so you, we you got yourself a nice pile of uh, military history books. Yeah, it was or a, magazine. It was, yeah, uh, yeah, some magazine. kind of thing called the uh, quarterly magazine of military history, something like that, and it. Um, so it's a quarterly thing, and they're they're hardcover though. They're hardcover periodicals. You were thinking you wouldn't be able to fill up the bag. You you figured, well, I'll just get a couple books. So well, here's here's twenty mm-hmm. that we can put in here, and then you found more books, which was fine. But it was just. But I really didn't have enough. That that wasn't a the few that I had. Yeah. Wasn't enough to even do quarter of a bag. Well, it was eight dollars, and we got almost thirty books. Yeah. The funny thing about the book sale is. You know that there are different sections for different kinds of books. So there are history books and cooking books and children's books and so on. And there was a new section uh, this time at the uh, Ann Arbor oh, AUW yeah. sale, uh, which no one went to. It was just tucked away in a little corner. It was their erotica section, and I I did not look at the I did not browse the erotica section, right? But I happened to glance at it, and I noticed they had a copy of a book by Horatio. Alger? Alger. Thank you. Uh, called Ragged Dick, which is about a, a little street urchin who makes it by saving the life of a rich person, which really, that seems to be Horatio Alger's uh, go-to as far as how to how to make it in America and get rich is uh, befriend and save the life of a rich person who will adopt you. Mm-hmm. I don't know how often that works. Providing you're a child. Life. Providing you're a child. Yeah, I don't think an adult could get away no. with that. So some some joker uh, put that book into the erotica section. Ah, it was a cute little section. They had a special little. It was a cute little section. They had a this cute little wooden box with two shelves that they had a handful of books on. Yeah, (laughs) I don't even know what they had. I was I I was more interested in the little bookcase that they had. I'm yeah, weird. I'm not, I, <laughs> I am so weird. The, 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 only, the only thing I noticed was was, was a copy of Ragged Dick, which was like that. That's not what that is, guys. That doesn't go there. Yeah. But I, I did not move it. I, did, I didn't want to be seen like going near the section. So, moving on to a more family-friendly subject, we're going to be releasing our new game soon, which is Ribbit, designed by Mark Herman. Uh, in fact, I think. The day this podcast goes up, we're going to be releasing it probably the next day, I think is the plan. Uh, so maybe even when you're listening to this, it's already there. Uh, in which case, you should buy a copy. It's an abstract game with an adorable theme. Yes, and that's really been sold by the art that Will Lombard did for it. There's a lot of detail in the art, uh, a lot of just whimsy and charm, and just a really nice piece of work, and I think it's a good game that... You can play with kids. You also, if you're a fan of abstract games, you can play with another adult, no problem. But we're trying to appeal, you know, kind of to, to both crowds and see how how that works. Um, did you know there's only one frog in the world that ribbits? I did not know that. That's in, It's uh, located in California. They use it a lot, or they used to use it a lot in the movies. When they need frogs, they'd go get these frogs. You know what really irritates me is Michigan J. Frog... From uh, oh, he's a sweetie pie. One Froggy Evening, I think is the name of the cartoon. Because, no, he's not a sweetie pie. Yes, he's he a is. jerk. No, he is not. 
because he only sings when, when the one guy is around mm-hmm. and everyone thinks the guy is crazy. He's doing it to torture the guy. He's a vindictive little little reptile or amphibian or, it's or not whatever. A reptile? Okay, amphibian. I corrected. <laughs> not a fan of Michigan J. Frog, despite him purportedly being from Michigan. Speaking of Michigan, one of the games we have coming out this year has a Michigan theme, and that is the train game of the Sioux Line, which should be coming out in December. The plan is to release it concurrent with our our holiday sale. This is a game about railroads in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, and people have asked for more detail on the game, and we keep recording like a little segment of the podcast where we get into that, and I end up cutting it because we have to talk about dinosaurs instead. And Oh, dinosaurs. No, it's not. No. <laughs> Shouldn't have said that. Um, so this time we're going to try to actually talk about the Sioux line and actually keep it into the podcast. That is the plan. So it is a train game for three to five players. Uh, what's unique about it is that there are three railroads in the game. Usually there's at least as many railroads as there are players, particularly in a game like this one where the majority shareholder is the president of the railroad and makes all decisions. Uh, so you have a five-player game, potentially, where three of the players are operating railroads and two of the players aren't. They're investing. Now, they're also investing in private companies, which are generally mines and then one lumber yard, which uh, pay a fixed income each turn and have these goods cubes, which the railroads are trying to pick up and deliver. And as the cubes are removed, both companies make money from that. And when all the cubes are removed, the mine or the lumber yard closes because they've exhausted the natural resource at that point it's no longer paying out the game begins with an auction of each of the private companies and the first share of the railroads and that capitalizes those railroads in fact the money paid for the private companies feeds into the red railroad so it's going to start with a lot more money uh the red and the yellow railroads uh each have five shares available the blue railroad which starts kind of off on the other side of the map, has nine shares available. That is the Sioux line itself. Mm-hmm. Coming out of Sault Ste. Marie. Yeah. And then the yellow railroad has ten more rail cubes than the other railroads and also has some reserved hexes it can build into. So each of the each of the rail companies has something a little different about it, and it's fun. <laughs> I like it. So I've done five other railroad games before this one, um, which I did for Winsome Games, and some of those have been or are being reprinted, such as uh, Northern Pacific coming out from Rio Grande pretty soon, and Irish Gage, which will be coming out from Capstone sometime next year. Uh, this one is a little bit different. Now, it uses the track leasing mechanism I used in my last three train games. It's much stranger than the ones I did for Winsome. Uh, perhaps even much less commercial, which is one reason why we're publishing it through Hollenspiel. Do you remember Michigan Roads, the game that you started? Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, that was awful. That was, I mean, basically it was like a track-building game, even though they were roads instead of railroads. Uh, but you did bidding on contracts, and by bidding lower, saying you do it for less money, you'd, you'd win the contract. It didn't quite work. No, I, I've always didn't. <laughs> I've always had trouble doing Michigan games because I tried to do a couple other railroad games uh, based in Michigan 
Uh, before I did a lot in the Northwestern for uh, Winsome, I was planning on doing a game I was going to call Midden Rails, and just I could not get it to work. Uh, this one came together, though. I think moving to the UP, uh, which I haven't been to the UP, I've only been in the Lower Peninsula, uh, moving to the UP, I think, made it exotic enough that, that I, I could... I could. Uh, yeah, but you didn't call it Uper Rails. No, I almost did. And you were like, don't do that. So I didn't. Mm. True story. Michigan Roads uh, was going to have little cones, little orange cones. Michigan's yes. state... Uh, state symbol is the orange yeah. pylon of construction. Construction our, cones. Yeah. Our top industry is repairing our roads so they can break down again. Yep. Uh yeah, they just, they deliberately do that, though, here. You told me a story once about one of your co-workers who was driving up here with... Oh, right, yeah. They had moved down to Kentucky for a while. Something, somebody got sick in her family, so she threw her two kids in the car and raced up here, and everything went great road-wise, and then all of a sudden they crossed the border between Ohio and Michigan, and her kids were like, what happened? What happened to the road? It was so, they would start bouncing around, and mm -hmm. it was just terrible. And, you know, when we've gone down to Ohio, it's just, you cross the line, and you get this nice, smooth road. It feels weird. I'm not used to it. I'm not used to, to decent roads. I'm used to you know our roads so when we cross that line i'm like it doesn't feel like i'm driving the car anymore it's very disconcerting yeah would have been nice to have the little cones so little orange cones move well, them around if i ever do a, a game on road construction i don't know maybe we, we can get cones i don't know it depends how pricey they are do they make cones um at the place we get the wood bits I know they do cylinders and squares and discs. I think they actually... My German's not good. But there, there is a German word in the price list that looks like cone. So, possibly they have cones? Might. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe next order you can get me some orange cones. <laughs> Just for the heck of it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't need 100 or 200. I just need... A handful. You know what you're going to do? You're, you're, you're going to use them to cordon off your water. So I can't get at it. Yep. Well, I think that's enough for today. Uh, we have to talk about the suit line this time. And it's making it to the podcast, I think. Unless you don't hear me say this, in which case you didn't. No, this time you need to do it. You need to leave it in. That's the plan. Why do you have to... Why do we have to have a 10-minute or 12-minute one? When we could have a 20- or 25-minute one. You could have left the discussion... On, on the game in previously. I'm leaving in the garlic discussion. <laughs> That's something. Uh, honestly, it's because I'm lazy and it's easier to edit a, a 10 minute podcast than a 20 minute podcast. It's like twice as easy. Bye. <laughs>